This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. Hi, I'm, I'm Ben Burbank, uh, Senior Manager for DevOps and Agile and Product Coaches at American Airlines. Uh, I've been there for 11, almost 11 years now. I'm excited about the work we're doing there. And uh, excited to talk to you about dojos and our experience here on dojos and not just dojos, but the delivery transformation uh, across an enterprise. This is the first episode of a series about Dojo at American Airlines with Ben Burbank. Tell me, Ben, what's a dojo? Well, a dojo in its um, strict definition is is a place to practice your art. Um, you know, from I think from a Japanese standpoint, or a, I may have even quoted that correctly. Um, no, you're right on the money. But <laughs> I use that quote too. Yeah, so it's a way to practice your art. We at American Airlines, a dojo, we had first started hearing about that as we started looking at other companies doing different transformational items. This was back in about 2017, uh, right as I had moved over to becoming part of the uh, DevOps Advocates Group within American Airlines and trying to make change there. We started visiting companies like Target and Capital One and other companies that were thought industry leaders in that space. And uh, we learned about the dojo and what they had done there and uh, what Ross Clanton had done at that particular time. And so we uh, started looking and seeing what we could do, including dojo, not just dojos, but what we could do to help accelerate our transformation. At this particular time, American Airlines had been at an agile transformation for about 10 years. So that was, you know, about three, four years ago, we we're at 10 years at that. And we wanted to move into the DevOps space and, and move quickly in that direction. And so anyway, that's what, where we got, where we heard about dojos and my understanding of that was my first experience and exposure to dojos. Right on. And how is that different from a, a training in a lab? Some people might have different experiences with trainings in labs, but so my comments will probably be more generally speaking rather than uh, specific to any individuals. But generally speaking, my experience of a classroom training has been one where you teach content and subjects, but usually the idea is, is you're teaching against a controlled set of material, your controlled set of experiments and stuff from that nature. And from a lab standpoint, it's usually you go and say, okay, we're going to take that concept. We're going to go and teach you what you need to know. But then from there, we're going to apply that in a lab that's already made up of a set scenario with data. And you work through that lab to get your hands on and trying to work it. So they're trying to get to where you're taking the knowledge and applying it. And the quicker you can get to where you're actually using it in your hands and doing it on a day-to-day basis, the more likely you are to retain it. So that's that's what lab and education is. A dojo uses the term of experiential learning. So essentially, what we do at American Airlines in a dojo standpoint, we call our dojo a hangar. And I, if I had time to fiddle around with my background, I'd actually put our picture of our hangar up on the background. <laughs> I'll get that for the podcast cover, though. That sounds like a great uh, cover for this uh, series. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We moved into our new campus just a year or so before COVID hit and then COVID hit and it was like, oh, so we all went remote for a while and we haven't, I've been there a handful of times, but it's pretty gorgeous campus. Nice. So the dojo, sorry, uh, experiential learning. And what experiential learning does is it actually, we, we, 
we take and teach the concept in blocks of like an hour or two, nothing really large, but in smaller chunks. And then what we do is we take the participants and we turn around and apply exactly what we taught on material that is relevant to them. Not So it's not training material, it's actually their work. Hmm. So we turn around and they apply it and you have a coach that is sitting there alongside them, hands-on, right along with the team helping them. And so what happens is, is they learn something and they immediately apply it to their work and they continue to apply it. And you've got a coach to help um, uh, guide and direct them. And what we find is, is that type of experiential learning increases your retention and your ability to improve exponentially. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like a lot, a lot of things you said there. Yeah, because training classes tend to be something that fits within a class, and the class is finite. It's like eight hours, maybe multiple, multiple eight hour, and it's really not eight hours because people take breaks. So, uh, but this is really applying it to their work. So, is there a dojo reg- regiment that the you know the Ben Burbank dojo? That's what I'll call it. Uh, what does that mean? Is there a regiment like before you get to the dojo? Do you have to take a class, or do you go right to the dojo and you learn it in that experience, or or what? There's a number of things that we try to make sure is in place prior to going in the dojo. Our primary focus in before a team comes into a dojo would be that we've gone through an exercise with them, a chartering exercise. And the chartering exercise does a number of things. Some of the most important things that it does is make sure that we've got alignment on what they're trying to accomplish, what their goals, what their expectations are, and what our expectations are. How does a, how does a team show up? What do we expect of you? Sometimes some people feel like that it's like, well, why when you're running a dojo for six weeks, like what I'm going to be in training for six weeks or four weeks. And they're like, no, I can't do that. And so then you, it's like, well, what we're explaining here is, is it's, we are doing training and you're there for six weeks. But what you're doing is, is you're actually applying that training to the work that you're, that you're working on. So you're going to be a hundred percent learning all the time. But the good news is, is that you're going to be working on your work. But we do want to make sure and set up the expectation in the chartering exercise that their velocity would probably decrease during that time frame. But what we have seen and showed, shared with them is, is that their velocity initially decreases, but usually by the end, their velocity has either doubled or sometimes tripled in the instance of uh, going through with the dojo. So that way that it actually slows down initially, you get your first one, two weeks, and you get a third week where they're finally getting their stride back in. And then when you get to week four, things are picking up and five and six magic starts happening. Oh, cool. Chartering is really what we look for when, when teams come in to say, hey, we want to make sure that you got the chartering in place so that we have leveled expectations of what they expect and what we expect from them, and then what leaders, how leaders can show up to support the teams in the dojo. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So the reason why I framed it as the Ben Burbank dojo is because a lot of people do something different. A dojo is a fairly generic term, and, and, and the only how do I say commonalities what you said earlier is that it's a it's a place where you practice an art and uh, in your context what I'm hearing the Ben Bur- the, the Ben Burbank dojo if you don't mind my calling it that uh, <laughs> is that you're doing sprints the team is still delivering software they're still working on our software delivery is my understanding you can correct That's me correct. if I'm saying it wrong and then the difference here is that the focus is on the art and I suppose the art is the whatever it is you're teaching them in the dojo Ace is an agile consultant who shares space with a coffee shop in order to save on the rent 
Meet this hard-boiled, agile consultant and follow his adventures on helping his clients become agile no matter the circumstance. Scrum Noir, the project management comic book that teaches you agile, is available on Amazon. Just search for Scrum Noir. N-O-I-R. Be sure to check out the show notes because there you'll find cool things to tap on that right there in your phone. If you don't know what show notes are, go look at your podcast player and there you will see the show notes there for easy tapping. Now, if you're not using a podcast player, but you're downloading the MP3s from the website, just go back to the website and you will see the words around the location where you downloaded the MP3. Next episode, more Ben Burbank. Initially decreases, but usually by the end, their velocity has either doubled or sometimes tripled in the instance of uh, going through with the dojo. So that way that it actually slows down initially, you get your first one, two weeks, and you get a third week where they're finally getting their stride back in. And then when you get to week four, things are picking up and five and six magic starts happening. Oh, cool. Um, so chartering is really what we look for when when teams come in to and say hey we want to make sure that you got the chartering in place so that we have leveled expectations of what they expect and what we expect from them and then what um, leaders how leaders can show up to support the teams in the dojo 